0: all right uh here we go good here we go i'm stretching Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm, that was a good stretch are you ready people (laughs) get your stretch go ahead i'll wait Mm, see that feels better aren't you glad you stretched uh what was that that was me stretching oh right on <laughs> All right. It's uh it's Tuesday uh I almost said October. Where the hell am I? It's uh it's January. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in October back when it was warm. <laughs> uh <laughs> a, right. January nineteenth. Yep. It uh it is it is chilly. Let me see. Let me see what's what's going on here in uh in in the district here. Uh currently seventeen degrees, it feels like four degrees, so says dark sky. Yeah, how does that feel for you? Uh, you know, I'm I'm warm in the basement, so I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> although uh, I, you know, I went for a walk. I go for walks in the morning, and I've I, I I've I've got my 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 thermals. I've got my boots. I've got my uh uh my my uh, my LL Bean 850 puffer coat, puffy coat, which I okay, love. Sure, S- lightweight but super toasty and warm. And, uh, and then I got these new gloves, uh, over the weekend from, uh, I've been, you know, oh, I've got a rant on gloves. About I'm not going to say it here. It's, it's a separate rant, but, but suffice it to say, uh, I've, I've got some good gloves and, and I'm, and I'm happy, but, oh, don't even get me. Well, go ahead and get me started. Cause what I'm going to talk about gloves. You don't like, oh, well, I love gloves, okay. but I've, I've probably tried on 40 different pairs of gloves. I couldn't even imagine that that would happen. It's another rant altogether.
1: <laughs> One day you're going to rant about ranting and it's just going to get think really so, meta.
0: <laughs> but it's, uh, it's going to be good. Anyway, enough about the glove. Hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Sedoris, Bill Wadman on taking pictures, OTP, yep. episode uh, One nine 195. 195. 195. Um, Hey, uh, uh, I, I have, I have seen several reviews coming out of the X-Pro2. Okay. Uh, as, as listeners have sent them to me actually. Okay. Like, Hey, have you seen this one? I mean, honestly, it, probably half a dozen listeners have sent me reviews of the X-Pro2, which I love. Thank you listeners for sending them. Um, it looks, it looks like a terrific upgrade and, uh, I, I, I'm, I may be confusing. Oh boy. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I I may be confusing. I mean, look, there is not going to be one camera that does it all. Right. Uh, and I think if my focus or anybody's focus is just to take stills, the X-Pro2, like the X-Pro1 that came before it is a superb choice. I just, I've been wanting to experiment with video. I've been wanting to play right. with video and, and it's not going to do it, and I don't know that there that there is a camera that'll do it all. I think current crop uh, of of new releases, the closest one in my estimation, based on not having held any of them, just reading about them, right. is probably the Nikon D500, which is the new Nikon, the new Nikon. Okay. Uh, yes, crop sensor but uh carbon fiber and magnesium body weather sealed 4K video tilty flippy screen you know yep. the the whole the whole deal i i i loved as as you have heard if you've listened to the show i loved my d300 i love how it felt and this looks to be very similarly styled to the d300 and and one of the things that i loved most about it was the button placement and the button customization and the button functionality to me meant that I didn't have to take my eye away from the camera to change settings. Did they ever make a 400? No. So
1: this is sort of the next version of the camera that you loved yeah. from way back yeah. when. This okay. is the
0: replacement direct, According to Nikon, this is the direct replacement for, Well, then that
1: sounds exactly Mr. like the and one yes. you should
0: get. Yeah.
1: You know, um, you know, it's, it's interesting that, that people were talking about the X pro and they were saying, well, Oh, yeah. Like you, you know, it doesn't do video. It doesn't do this. It's like to me, that camera is not made for somebody who wants to do everything.
0: No, like that's what saying. I'm saying. That that's it's exactly a very what saying.
1: specific camera. So when people complain about that stuff, I'm like, I have no problem with that thing having crappy video or not having video at all. Right, it's like, right. that's It's not made to have video
0: in the it, same way
1: that the Nikon DF was should not was, have, did, did have video, though, didn't it? I don't, I don't know. Oh, that it, it, did, it didn't and people complained. Right. I don't think that it had video. Which is insane. It's like, this is obviously a camera for somebody who wants to shoot stills. If you want to shoot video, go get another camera. Sure. Um, yeah, I have a, it's just, it bothers me when everyone thinks that every camera needs to do everything. And it's like, no, some things can just be for specific stuff, you know? Well,
0: but on the other side of that is, is in so many areas, there, and specifically the phone. There has been convergence where the phone is your organizer, your communications device, your camera, your recorder, you know, there has been a convergence where there are single devices that do everything well enough.
1: Yes, I th- yes. However, I I feel like when when cameras try to do everything, and then for example, your your camera does do video, right? The X Pro One does do video.
0: It does do video,
1: but you can't do it manually, and the video right. doesn't look the shortcoming very good. Is, and- is, no, the video looks terrific. Okay,
0: but you can only you can only have manual control over one point on the exposure triangle. Okay, right. Okay, so there's an an example. It's like they added video
1: and um, whatever software limitations they have because of the way the thing's built, they had to build it that way. Mm -hmm. Let's let's assume for a moment that they had to build it that way. Mm -hmm. And they do it, and then there are people like you, and I'm not pointing you out as a thing, but who are just like, you know, why doesn't the video do this, that, or the other thing? It's like, well, it didn't really need to be there anyway. This was a stills camera that they added video to. They were being nice, and now you're bitching because it doesn't have good enough video, you know? So I can understand why somebody would want to just leave it out. because it's just it's like not worth the fight you know Um, sure like even look i i use a 5d which is the quintessential original video camera from stills camera right you know i had a 5d2 i've had a 5d3 um but it's not great at doing video even though lots of people shoot movies with these things right you know it's it never it will never feel like a video camera because it's not built like a video camera you know and that's okay and when i borrow claude's black magic and i use it as a real video camera that doesn't shoot stills it's like oh now i understand what a video camera is like this is a video camera and right. no stills camera will ever be this video camera you want it to be and vice versa
0: you know right and that's that's one of the realizations that i've that i've come to in in this in this search yeah um i can't look at um uh, wanting to do it all i have to look at what makes sense for what i want to do at the moment and right. i think that's that's what any of us should be doing yeah. with the tools that we're using you get the tool that does the job that d500 that though do.
1: sounds like it i mean it's a compromise but it's the compromise that you need yeah maybe i again i'd like to see one i'll, I'll look at it yeah. in uh, i'm just saying i mean just based upon the specs that's ex- yeah it's pretty much what you're looking for i i if it was think full so. frame all the better but if it doesn't then whatever
0: yes how much are they charging for that thing I believe it's eighteen ninety nine. Okay, so it's not a cheap camera. No, it's, it's the same price as the 750 right now, right. which is full right. frame. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll look at it uh, in New York on the 28th or something, right. 29th, if they have it in stock. I don't know if the, they might have demo units by then, you think? Um, if, if, it, if it's for sale, B&H will have them. Okay. I don't, I don't know that it's out until March. So they, they Wait, I get to go to B&H soon. with you? If you want. Oh, wow. Okay. Exciting. Wait, do we right. get to go
1: to Eisenberg's and, and, and get some pastrami?
0: Is that, is that the little, the, the one that's like long and thin? The long uh, thin yes, diner type thing? that's the one that I go to that's long Yeah, and thin, I'd like yeah. to see that. I'd like yeah. to see that. <laughs> yeah. Don't sound so excited. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't know yet. I got I to reserve that. <laughs> yeah. I got I to withhold my excitement. Uh, all right, what I'm, are we I'm talking about? I'm cautiously optimistic about, uh, about pastrami. About, uh, pastrami. Yeah. Y- you should be, it's
1: delicious. Um. Yeah. Okay. What What are we talking about today? We got We got good stuff on the
0: menu. Speaking of pastrami. <laughs> Speaking of pastrami. Well, okay. We We got an email from. Wait. Did we all? We both got this, right? Uh. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, it's I hard to keep I track. Was, I was at the thing
1: yesterday. By the way, can I just say that uh, we had that little uh, portrait meetup at right. uh, Chris Connor's restaurant yesterday, and I don't know, like a uh, ten or so photographers showed up and a bunch of people to take pictures of, and it was super fun. So anybody who made it. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: I missed it. It was just a a long drive. I was Uh, editing audio and it just would have been a long drive for one day.
1: Next time uh, we do it, uh, you know, the more the merrier. It's a good time. And uh, a good time was had by all. Interestingly enough, almost everybody there who brought lighting gear, almost every single one of them had a beauty dish with a grid. Apparently it's Hmm. like the new in modifier.
0: That's the thing. Apparently. With the
1: sock or without? uh, With and without the sock. But um yeah, they all they all had socks with them. On speed lights or on studio strobes? On speed lights and on bigger strobes. Huh. Yeah. So it was like, it was an interesting little thing where I was like, wow, everybody's using uh, everybody's using everybody's kung fu fighting. Right. You know? It was good. Anyway, go ahead. But were they were they fast at lighting? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> what did Vincent say? I'm bowing, I'm curtsying. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Vincent sent this this email. Uh, and thank you, Vincent, for, for penning a lovely email. Um, do you mind if I just set this up a little bit? Sure. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I couldn't help but notice in the PD interview with Gregory Crudson, which was wonderful, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, the few times that he referred to himself as an artist – uh, a few other heroes of mine have done the same in interviews, and with their with the enormous respect for their work that I have, I never missed a beat over it. Of course they're artists. But this time it stuck with me a little differently. Being as Jeffrey was conducting the interview and being as I listen to your show and know how adverse Jeffrey is to people choosing artists as their own label – and also how Jeffrey is such a fan of Croods I feel like there's a lot of Jeffreys in there, uh, there that, he nearly ex- uh, that he nearly exploded at one point. Oh, believe me, it was more than one point. But thank you. Uh, it brought me to a head with this. Uh, I mean, I'm going to skip down. It's a it's it's basically, It's yeah. it's level. Right. Right. Yeah. What I'm coming to is that it isn't up to others who you are to yourself. If you're an artist or an imposter, uh, even if world uh, the world decided today that you're an artist, you would see yourself as you always have. You still won't have changed your own mind. So who cares if you call yourself an artist or not? There is potentially larger and more danger, more dangerous proposition at work here. Uh, you just might be the only person on earth not allowing yourself to be an artist, uh, and and. I doubt that it's you're like, the
1: only person who's doing that. But yes, right. Where where is the line? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. He says at one point in here, you here up. Uh, uh, you, uh, let's see. You create a podcast. Are you not allowed to call yourself a podcaster? You seem to be okay referring to yourself as a photographer. There are plenty out there. Blah 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 blah. blah. You write. You consider yourself a, a writer. I think. What I wonder if part of it is that. Hmm. To, to to follow on his thing he, to be an artist you would have to make art so maybe it's that people who have a trouble calling themselves artists don't think that what they make is art you almost have to define what art is so maybe their defi- definition of art is much tighter than other people's definition
0: See well i th- th- i mean i think that's true and i i, I in terms of, of myself m- most of the most of the terms that i would associate with myself to myself yeah are descriptive They are, they are, they are not subjective. Okay.
1: You're saying Uh, writer,
0: writer, photographer, podcaster, those are descriptive.
1: I I think artist is not descriptive.
0: No artist I think is, is subjective. If, if you are, if you are, if you own a camera uh, and you spend any time, taking photos guess what you're a photographer now that may be an amateur photographer a novice photographer okay so you Uh, take a piece of picture a piece of
1: paper and your niece's crayon and you draw a tree why are you not an artist
0: because art is not a description in the same to me in the same way i mean i i can also call myself a welder i've been welding since i was 10 years old right you know put me in front of an oxyacetylene torch put me in front of a mig And, you know, I'll weld. Sure. I'm not a welder by trade. Right. But I still am capable of doing it. Right. So you would not call yourself a welder? Not by trade.
1: I would say I am a welder. Okay. So you you could be an artist by trade or a photographer
0: by trade then. Right. I don't think you uh, artist to me is somehow different because you put it up
1: on a very high pedestal.
0: I do because it's, it's because I believe it's a conversation. It's a conversation between between the person creating the art and the person viewing, enjoying, not enjoying, reacting to the Okay, art. so why can't that be a conversation that anybody could have? It can be. I'm not I'm not saying that it can't be, not at all. If that if that's the way it comes off, then then No, I guess I, what I'm misunderstood saying is that you, you're, or I've I've spoken enough no
1: right, but but if but if anybody can do it, why is there such a high price to pay for the for the label in your mind?
0: I because in 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 my mind, I feel like I have to earn it. Okay, but that I mean, I feel like I have to earn that title, that moniker, that who's, name. Who's bestowing you with with the, with the with
1: the title of
0: artist? You know, who's 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 knighting you? Um, I don't know. Right. the 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 art viewing public, I guess.
1: Yeah, but that's you know. I mean, so look, okay. an artist. Okay. you know what I mean? there, There's like, a story. Yes, but, there's a story ahead.
0: going around right now. Yep. A girl, uh, taking photographs of penises dressed up in little outfits. Yes, I I have seen Sud's show. Yes. Okay. said thing. Her work. Yeah in the short time, I mean, these things are selling for $10,000 a piece. These prints. Sure. People like so, penises. So we could make the argument that, that is she an artist because the stuff is sell, hanging in art galleries and selling is, is she a better artist than you because she's out selling, you know, or sure. how, all that stuff is just, it's just, it's, 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 it's BS. Yeah. It's meaningless, but
1: you could argue that the, our argument over the word, Artist or, or, you know, I see you seem to have a bigger problem with it than I do is, is, is I, I, am, I am
0: I am. You seem hung up on it. I'm more, I'm not hung up on it. I'm more reluctant to call what I do art than I am to label myself as an artist.
1: <sighs> wait, wait uh, so wait, you're more, uh, say that one more time. You're more reluctant to
0: call uh, what you I'm, do I'm, art. I'm more reluctant to call what I do art. Okay. than I am. To label myself okay. as an artist, for, and this for, is this for, is in flux okay? for, for
1: fear that somebody is going to look at what you made and go, you're not. You call yourself an artist. You call this art.
0: Is that is that what it is? Is, that, is it no, fear uh, of somebody again, else I, saying it? I think ultimately, the the, the label of art, yeah. calling something art, I don't I don't really care about it. I don't really aspire to. Then, I don't know, then why do you?
1: Then why do you? Why are you so? Uh, 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 fixated on the artist's label, if if the term art, you're not worried because about. because it's
0: thrown around so willy nilly. The term has become has it, it, the the both terms art and artist are thrown around uh, sure, by marketing often, firms. Often and, yes. exchange, you know, in the same. way, Are you an artist? or Are you eccentric? Okay. Well, those terms no. are often used interchangeably. In, is it in, art? In, is it in product? In this, in
1: the same way that the word love is thrown around by the advertising industry, right? You know, I mean, I just because certain people, I don't, I don't see those as, as the same playing field, but okay. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that, that, that certain, certain people sully something you find important in another realm, you know, just be, just because there are galleries out there putting up pictures of penises and calling it art and you don't necessarily think that's art. It's like, okay, well, they're going to do that. What difference does
0: it make to you or to, to the way you see art? It doesn't. This okay. this is you know. I, look, I am, I am mostly when I'm talking about this, thinking about how it relates to my own work and my own self image. Right. Though the, the 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 paradox is, I am also, admittedly, very judgmental about what I do and don't consider art. To me, right. And and maybe maybe it's not that it's not art, but like I, I had a conversation with Mike, uh, and and it's. It's not that it's not... I think art can be important to the establishment or the art community without being important on a personal level. Okay, sure. Is there something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, I think maybe where I get in trouble is separating the process of making art and the final product of art. Well, I think that there also
1: is a certain amount of... I don't know, judgmentalism in all of that, just because you may not think something is up to whatever level that you think goes over the line into art and artistry and artists, mm-hmm. but that the person making it might have a really, might have a far more intense relationship with what they're making than Rauschenberg ever had for, Absolutely. and you just don't even Absolutely. know it. Right.
0: And, and look, the the biggest takeaway is that all of this around, around art artists, this whole discussion is all fluid. And when I talk to people, they give me different things to think about. Well, when is, I,
1: it, is it fluid or is it, or is it sort of, well, there's meaningless a viscosity in the sense to that it. there's, well, but, but it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like asking what happiness means. It's like, well, what, yeah, I mean, we could talk about that for 600 years, but there's no answer to it. Sure. You know, sure. Yeah. Um, that is true. it's, 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 it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's fascinating to me that, that 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 you have such strong opinions on this matter. Why? Uh, I, I'm just trying to find out why you care so much about labels. Because you don't seem to care about labels in in, in most other ways, right? I don't know. I mean, you you said you said something about people not earning it before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like. You know, the old adage of, Oh, I own a bass guitar and now I'm a bass player. Right. But there's a lot, and there are people who would go out and buy a bass guitar and the next day claim to be a bass player. Then there are people who are going to go out, buy a bass guitar, play for 45 years, die, and never felt like they earned the name bass player. But Mm -hmm. you know, there, there are those people and everyone in between, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. But none of that changes the fact that people made music with basses
0: over their lifetimes. You no, know, the, the label
1: is is. Hey, I'm not, I'm not claiming course, right?
0: that it makes sense. I'm not claiming that, yeah, that, that yeah, my yeah, thoughts yeah. around this makes sense. No, it's, it's, that's it's why it's trying tease in, yeah, I'm trying to, to figure it out. Yeah, it's definitely a work out where in the progress. Core is. Yeah, um, I, I think it it comes down to purpose and intent.
1: Okay, but you Those things but you are important that to some people d- don't have purpose or intent. Yes. See, I think there. I think that that's kind of an arrogant position because how do you know what they're thinking or what's what purpose or intent that they have. Maybe this woman with her penis pictures is like, that's a really important thing to her. And she
0: thinks that she's making some really important social commentary, right? Maybe. And and I don't think that about everybody, for God's sake. I mean, I I, I would hope that that I wouldn't just I may not resonate with something or I may not connect with something, but I'm not going to make an opinion about the person that made it. I'm just going to not connect with the work. Right, 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 right. But do you have a problem with her, with the world calling what she
1: does art or her calling herself an artist? Nope. Okay. So who do you have a problem with
0: calling themselves artists? Just yourself. Just myself. Mostly. Yeah. I mean, I may, like, like I said, I don't think that work is, is, and I don't even know what the definition is really. That's what's hard. You know, like to your point (laughs) about, about it being happiness, but I look at it and I go that seems to to me yeah. it seems to be kind of opportunistic um okay but and, and I, there's nothing really wrong with that it's just not something that i would do it's right. not something it's not the way i would approach something right do i do i do i think that she's not talented absolutely not yeah. do i but, think that she's not capable and and look there is there is definitely uh a skill to what she's doing, whether it's whether it's orchestrating the shoots or or, you know, the, the 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 post-production savvy or the or the social media savvy to to create a body of work and a buzz around it. Fair play. Right. It's just it's just not something that I would. Pursue or aspire to in my own work, and it, it's it's not it's not from a space of of. Better than, less than, arrogance, or it's, it's not that at all. It's me trying to work through it and trying to figure out what works for me. And my position on it has changed dramatically in the last five years. Right. You know, I still work through it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think maybe part of it is, is because art has become such a commodity, You know, one of the other one of the other emails that we got was was about uh, uh, books in the secondary market and and the idea that that uh, listener wrote in and said he was trying to find a a Richard Moss book and uh, uh, they were sold out because they did a limited run. And uh, the 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 person behind the counter at the gallery very proudly said, well, I, I bought one, it's still in the shrink wrap. I bought it one as an investment. It's still in the shrink wrap sure. on on my shelf. Yep, and and that's not something that I understand. It's not something that I would ever do or have ever done. Is just buy this 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 book to not enjoy it. I I don't understand that. Um. See, I. Hmm. Yeah. They they were saying that the,
1: the yeah the thing sold out and they weren't planning on making any others. Right. Um, I feel like okay. I feel like a lot of these conversations you, uh, hmm, we need to separate in in our minds, the, the people making stuff and the art as, as like a sort of a pure platonic form, like the thing on the wall that you're looking at that you're enjoying, not Mm -hmm. like the product that has a a, a price tag on it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the thing that you're enjoying from the business of the art world, which is its own thing that, 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 is is as much to do with art as you know the wedding industry is to do with love right you know these things are these things are these things are not not related in many ways sure Um, so um the fact that they made i don't know 500 you know okay that 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 uh, Tom Waits book that I have copies of right there were 6000 copies or something and they sold right. out
0: of all of them and they which is, which is a, for an art book or photo book is a pretty big run that is a pretty big run from talking to publishers 5 6000 copies that's a good size run yeah
1: art, art books do not sell that many copies mm-hmm. photo books do not sell that many copies i remember years ago i was drinking tea with Greenfield Sanders. And he was saying that the XXX book, you know, the one he did with the porn stars. Sure. Sure. Sold. What did he say? 25,000 copies or something. It was one of the biggest selling art books of all time at 25,000 copies. Right. Now, like that's my hometown in Connecticut that I
0: grew up in 25,000 people, you know, right. like this is not a monstrous thing. And that's a, that's a success in the art world, but it's a failure on the, on the New York times fiction list.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in the art world, that's like the, maybe biggest, not a failure, but it's certainly not. Yeah. that That's one you know. of the biggest photo books ever made or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so maybe they made 2000 copies of this Richard Moss book and it was sold out because maybe they didn't expect to sell that many and then mm-hmm. they started selling and, you know, um, and and then the, it's it's very expensive to do a second run, or they don't know if they're going to sell the second run. There's all kinds of questions because it's also these books sell for a sixty eighty dollars because they cost a lot of money to make. Right. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is I don't particularly see it as a failure of you know the art industry. Like how how dare they uh, uh, keep keep the numbers down? Okay, let's let's turn it around. Let's say Crutzen has these big giant prints on the wall next week, right? Yes. And they go for, I don't know, $60,000 or whatever the hell he charges for his pictures. Right. And there are, I don't even know, does he do additions? I guess he, I don't even know.
0: Many of them are additions of two or three. Okay. At that size.
1: Say he's let's just for round numbers, let's say he's charging $100,000 for each of these. And there are only two of them. Well, couldn't he have charged $20,000 and made 10 of them? And then 10 people would have been able to enjoy it. Not just two. Sure, right? But he's not going to do that because it's a business and it's not about the art at that point. See what I'm saying? Sure. And that's sure. that is completely entirely separate from what Gregory's thinking in his head when he's making the picture.
0: Yeah. That, I would, that is a business decision. I, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I I would not be surprised in the least if if Gregory has nothing to do with the pricing or additioning of his work.
1: Yeah. 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 Especially if somebody else is bankrolling
0: the production, right? You know, because they sure it's, like it's all or, about them getting their stuff back. Yeah, may, maybe. Yeah, and, and maybe that's the way it works with with any of these people. Maybe the the posthumous editions of of Leiter or or you know Cartier Bresson or whatever. That's that's decided somewhere else. Yeah, right. So and yeah, they they could. You're, you're right. They could make. X number of prints at yeah. a lower at a lower cost, right? Or 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 make a hundred of them at you know t- two hundred dollars a piece. Assuming that those are different markets, the books and the prints. Yeah, is is there not a middle ground for the book market? Could there not be? A, yeah, but you know, hey, I you know, know what? what I know. Sign a lot up. of photographers who have. What sign up and oh, pre-order
1: your book or whatever.
0: Yeah. And if we get to, if we get to a thousand pre-orders, we'll do another run, but it's going to cost you $20 more per copy than, than the first run or something.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, could they do that? Sure. But, but there is also value in having the thing be sold out from a PR point of view. And, 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 uh, he mentions that in his email. He sure he mentions that in his email. I mean, it's like, Oh, you know, Hey, his new book sold out in five days. And it's mm-hmm. so good that people want to keep it in shrink wrap and sell it on the secondary market for a thousand dollars a year from now.
0: Yeah. Which doesn't benefit the creator, the artist. No. Well, it benefits the, hit them indirectly in the sense mm-hmm. that they are now a bankable. Sure. Artist. But, 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 you know, he, he brings up Eggleston. There's a reprint of, of Eggleston's guide and it doesn't seem to be hurting him any. No, but, but the, but sh- sure,
1: but Eggleston's guide probably got reprinted, you know, 20 times over the last, whatever years. I think, I think it's in a slightly different thing just because that book is just such a big deal, but there's plenty mm-hmm. of books that get sold out
0: that they don't make more of, you know? Um, I, I would say most of them by, by a, by a large margin don't get reprinted.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, but I know a lot of photographers who made fancy, beautiful books that, you know, you see in the stores who have a closet full of them at their house, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm. so, you know, photographers, we know that we've talked to who, you know, whose books we own, who have a lot of copies left over at the end of the run. So maybe it was just, they, maybe they just guessed wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're moving on to the next, I don't know, whoever put this book out, you know, maybe they're moving on to the next one. They don't have time to reprint or the budget or, you know what I'm saying? There's all kinds of right. reasons why you wouldn't do it.
0: Um, well, and, and do, to be fair, yep. I, I've talked to a number of photographers who have said similar things in that you, you don't make money on photo books.
1: No, no,
0: no. You, that's, that's not in fact what, what they're about. And I've, and I've heard this from several photographers who have said, you know, they are, they are in some cases, vanity projects. They are in some cases, publicity projects. They yep. are, they are as much for the publisher as they are for the artist yeah is that is that a fair statement
1: would you yeah i i i I think that that's true and i think when people you know people do kickstarter campaigns and and whatever and like maybe they can make a little more money that way because then the publisher isn't in as the middleman but you know you're not surviving on photo book sales alone you know Uh, no and 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 the books that people choose to buy as photo books it's like it's I see no rhyme or reason in which ones sell really well and which ones don't like which coffee table books are the kind of things people want right. and right. which they don't. Cause there's lots of books that I see. I go, wow, that this isn't selling. This is on sale crazy at the strand because they have a stack of them.
0: And right. But that guy's thing sold out. Like what? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and I, and I think the only way you can really even hope to get a, uh, your head around it is to find someone, uh, some sort of curator, whether it's, you know, the New York Times, their list or, or British Journal of Photography or, or Andy Adams over a flak photo. Find somebody who's got a similar mm, taste in, in choices that you do yeah. and follow them and, and let them suggest things for you to buy. Otherwise, you can just get lost in what's good, what's not, what's interesting, yeah. what's not, etc.
1: I will say that you, you may disagree with this, but I have no problem with that woman buying that book and keeping it shrink-wrapped. Like, it, um, okay. It's like if, if she chooses, I mean, like I have books on my shelf that I haven't opened. Yeah. You know? And I don't get it. Um, I don't well, get it. Well, it's some, like a, a lot of times present, I will buy multiple know? copies and then I will keep one shrunk wrap and one to, to look at, you know, mm-hmm. I also don't find that I look back on photo books more than a handful of times. Like I don't go back and look at a photo book 30 times. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, actually, I don't have that many photo books. When people asked us to recommend photo books, I have, I have, I don't know, say 20 or 30 photo books on my shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I can't justify owning them. I'm like, is this really worth $50 to me? Right. Like to, So I can See, I, I would, buy it and I can look at it on the shelf
0: every once in a while, you know? I would think that you'd be going through... Picking and choosing inspiration uh, setups. uh, Sure.
1: But if I want to look up Dan Winter's photos, like I can go on the internet and type Dan Winter's and look up Dan Winter's photos, you know, for for inspiration and stuff. And in fact, I have an inspiration folder in my Dropbox that is just Ah, whenever I see a picture that I like and I'm like, oh, the lighting or whatever it is, like I'll throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I keep it a different way. Yeah. But, but if you had bought all the books that all those photos are in, psh, I do, I, is that worth $3,000 to me? Right. No. right. You know, absolutely not. Personally, a lot of people, you know, like you like your books, but you know, you end up reviewing a lot of books and get copies and stuff like that. But right. So, you know, you, it, it could also, it's just, it's an interesting thing. So, but if somebody said, look, buy this book, even if you don't really like it, it's going for going like hotcakes. And in a year or two, you could sell it for three or four times as much. Is it morally wrong to do that? Or do you just think that it's a waste that the book was sitting there for two years?
0: Um, you know, I don't, I don't really have any energy on, on whether it's morally wrong. Yeah. Uh, I just, if I, if I buy a book or contact a publisher, and, and ask to review something yep uh, it's because i'm interested in it it's sure. the same same way I approach conversations it's because i 'm interested and if i'm interested enough to to ask them to to if they would be willing to send me something i i'm 'm going to tr- try and enjoy it as much as I can or if I yeah. buy something i'm going to enjoy it as much as i can you yeah. know I, I i can't imagine i don 't know the, the facing change or or chasing dragons the 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 terrific book from last year. Yep. Um, I can't imagine just leaving that on the shelf because I'm looking at, as I'm flipping through it, it's like page after page of amazing images.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think both of, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think both of those, point of views are valid for sure, reasons.
0: Sure. Sure. If you yeah. want to do it, great. It's not, it's yeah. just not something that I would, I would do because I enjoy looking at the work yeah. and I enjoy seeing, you know, how books are, are put together and, and how they're laid out and what types of, of paper they've chosen. And, and, you know, like this, this Mark LaGrange book sends a parole. I, it, I wouldn't use sumptuous to describe many photo books, but that word comes to mind for this book. Sure. Yep. You know, yeah. um, I mean,
1: I, I, I agree that the craft of high end photo books are, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if I sit there and I flipping through, like there's the new, the Steve McCurry book that goes with the show that Connors and I went to see at the museum a few weeks ago. Oh, uh-huh. um, it, somebody else. Uh, I think it actually was Emmett who I had lunch with the other day said he bought that book recently and, one of the cool things about it, you know how you and I bitch a lot of times because there'll be a portrait thing and then the landscapes will go across two pages with a break I, in the I middle. I do not
0: like that when, when, it, when it breaks up this. That's the one downside I have to the to the Lagrange book is, is a couple of the photos. The spine of the book goes right through the subject or right. split through the thing. And yep. so in the McCurry book.
1: Everything is on the right. The white, white, it's always white on the left. Everything's always on the right. And if it's landscape, it's rotate the book and you can see the picture landscape. Oh, really? Yep. Which one is this? uh, I'll I'll, I'll find the. Yeah, find it. Because I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But but I I remember we were looking at it and I was like, you know what? That is a really cool way of doing it because uh, that way, I think it's India, Steve McCurry. Uh, and that way the pictures in it are always yeah. In fact, here.
0: I'll see okay, his, it's us. his latest, his latest book.
1: Uh, yeah, and in fact, okay. you, on on Amazon Side you can end. go and and look at uh the way that they laid it out, and it's you can see how they laid out the, they're they're all sideways, which is actually a really cool way of doing it, because then the book you just rotate the book and you can see it full page and it doesn't break across the center. Oh yeah, look at that. Which is just, it, I, you know, if I was doing a book, this would be a really cool way of doing it, you know? Um, so I can completely understand and agree that this is very, very cool. Do I need to oh. own this book? Personally, no. But a lot of people have. Yeah. What are you going to say? Why not just do the whole
0: book as landscape then?
1: Because there are portrait books. There are portrait images. Ah, okay. okay. Well, they, oh, just yeah, have, they happen to show a couple, you know, that are that are landscape, I guess, in these secondary ones. But th- there are others that are, are, are portrait Which is kind of cool. So, you know, what's nice about it is that it gives it to you the way it, the the best way it can for each image.
0: I would almost like to see this as a landscape book and then for the portraits, put two portrait images side by side. Um, okay, sure. On on the landscape yeah. page. I, I like that when they do that as, as a layout. It's an interesting choice.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, the, but, the, but then you have to find two portrait images that sit right next to each other. True. And then in some ways, in my mind, you're deprecating portrait orientation images by putting them two up versus one. Like landscape images are worth having one on a page. But okay. portrait, you see what I'm saying? Like in yeah, my sure, own head. Sure, I can see that. Sure. Uh, it's sort of sure. like, wait, why can't these stand on their own as an individual thing? I I, I actually think about that all the time on websites because websites are almost always landscape, right? Because our screens are are, are wider. Mm-hmm. And then people will have full page images. But for like a lot of my work is portrait orientation. So it doesn't really work for full page because it zooms in so much that it screws up the composition. But a lot of people. Oh, f- oh
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So a
1: lot of people will do that by doing like a two up portrait orientation two next to each other like you're saying like two pages right. next to each other and i'm always like yeah but that's see i feel like that sort of i don't know it just it feels unfair to the portrait orientated images in my head <laughs> somehow <laughs> um why you got a dog on portraits yeah why you got to put them together like that
0: <laughs> sucks
1: with <Keep> layout <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know hey uh i i, I put this uh are we are, what you, you, you all right other- time wise Am I all right? Yeah. I mean, you know, here's what I'm thinking. What if these are both really good and I think they deserve more time than we will give them now. Can we, can we do these next week and we'll, can you tease it? What do you got? What do you got? For okay. The, so got we were talking wall. about hitting, we were talking about plateauing in your work. Cause you said something last week about, um, that, 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 that you will get to a point where you're not going any further in your own work and and that sometimes you'll just get stuck somewhere you know and like sort of these levels that we level out at and it was funny cuz i was i was in a car with uh freddie clark yesterday and is he living he, he yes i was oh, i had my seatbelt on don't worry you yeah
0: you need like a 5 point harness when you drive with <laughs> freddie clark you know, like one of those deist, like, like NASCAR harnesses. That's yeah, he, what you need. I think
1: he was driving like with his knee while like combing his hair.
0: It was, it was, Oh yeah, it was, my God. Eating uh, a pastrami sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming out the window at people. <laughs> hey,
1: this is my state. Right. right. Um, so. We love you, Freddie. We were talking about, um, Conrad and I have been going on this like crazy rowing tear lately, right? We keep like outdoing each other. And last Wednesday or something like that. I ended up rowing ten ten kilometers, right? Ten thousand meters, which is five times more than I did two weeks before. Okay, like I used to do two kilometers, like do do, do you know do my thing for eight ten minutes, and I did forty five minutes, and I did ten kilometers. Now that is five times as much. Now I used to think that when I did two kilometers, it felt like a long. Like that felt like hard. And I was, when somebody said you can do five times this, I'd be like, who the hell could do five times that? Like it didn't even make sense to me, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, and then Conrad goes and does it for 30 minutes and we keep one upping each other to the point where I did 10,000 last week. And it just, it just reminds you that a, how much stuff is in your head and b how, what you think is as high as you can go has nothing to do with reality. You know, like that's a lot of that times that's all in your head. And Freddie was telling me when he runs. Sorry, Freddie, if I'm sharing stuff, he used to run like three miles and he would he would have a hard time, like three miles, three miles, three miles. And he's just like, then I got to three miles and it took me a long time. He goes. But after that, I just blasted through it. And now I can do five miles or eight miles or
0: 10 miles or he's done 14 miles in his life, you know. So, well, to be fair, he is Freddie Clark. So time slows down for him.
1: Exactly. (laughs) He is able to
0: bend time to his will.
1: (laughs) So maybe, so maybe he's not doing running at all. You just, they show Freddie running and he's just like, he's levitating across the ground. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) But I don't know, just this idea of plateaus. It was interesting to me, like creatively, uh, like kind of getting where you need to get. And then also knowing when, when you feel like you've reached the end of the plateau and you're ready to move up. Sometimes, when you think or, it is when other people thinks it is are different things the, the the end of a plateau isn't always a stair step up it could be a cliff yeah 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 it's true yeah you could fall down and go up the next one right uh yeah it's good stuff and that's okay
0: yep absolutely yeah, yeah. okay so you want to tease that for next time
1: so i just yeah i think it's i think it's a good thing i want to know what you uh what you think about it so we can discuss that next time. Wanna and know, then wait, you want to know what I think about it now? No, we can talk about it next time. I think okay. it's, I think it deserves more than a minute and a half of conversation. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, and then, uh, this other one. Okay. So we'll do this one quick. So New York times put up this, uh, article and, um, it's called against neutrality. It's written by a guy named Sue. Te- is that how you pronounce that? No. Haha. Ha, boy boy, named, boy Sue. named Sue. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, T E J U Tiju. Sure. Let's say, say tissue. And, uh, it's talking about a lot of the images that the New York times has run about the wars in wherever over the last X years. Right. And, and some guy took all of the pictures from war and basically arguing that the New York times by their choice of photography is glorifying the wars, you know, by, and, and they actually apparently split up their, um, the pictures of the war into categories and the categories were really good if I ever, where is it? It's like basically they said it's it's either it's either uh playground, father, God, or Pieta were the like the different options mm. that they put things into, which was kind of interesting. Um and they were talking about uh uh Marion Le Pen, who is the daughter of the guy who started the super right-wing party over in, over in France. Okay. Right. And she's like some super right-wing politician. And in the, in the, in the article that you can, I'll put the link in the show notes. They show her in this portrait that uh, Joel Saget took of her for Getty that New York times ran. And it's her in a white shirt, black sweater, kind of looking pensive, black and white, single light, like very simple sort of, Portrait. Now, a lot of people disagree very strongly with this woman's politics. Very nationalistic, very xenophobic, very, you know, get the hell out of here unless you're French kind of stuff, right? Okay. And this guy in this in this article, the guy argues people are complaining and saying that they should not have the, the photographer should not have shot her in such a sympathetic way. And that the New York Times should not have run her in
0: that way that that so we have to show her as some raging monster, raging yeah, well, right wing monster. Th- 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 that's an argument by some people that like show her in
1: the situation that she's normally in, which is up at a podium with French flags behind her railing about, you know, Muslims or whatever the hell she's pissed about. Right. Mm, OK. And, OK. And, and I just I, I was just thinking about it from the point of view of we we sit here a lot and we talk a lot about photographers and, and what their role is in society and the choices that they make while say taking a portrait or that kind of stuff. But ultimately when it comes down to it, is it is it is that my job to make that decision about how I shoot that woman? Or do they say, we need a we need a nice portrait of this woman because we're writing an article about her, go take a nice portrait, you know?
0: Well, to be fair, in the case of of uh ms le pen le pen would it be yeah, le Pen? yeah something like that yeah if if you do a google image search for her yep most of them are very pleasant most of the photos in fact i would say probably better than 90 percent, at least on this first page are her smiling her yep. she's got a, a mic or yep. she's, and she's she's a, got a very and, pleasant and look she's at, an a attractive woman yeah i yep. I, I don't I'm scrolling and scrolling. I've yet to see something with a, a vein bulging out of her forehead, screaming, red-eyed. So is, is this really...
1: Oh, you know, it's funny. When I type in Le Pen, just L-E-P-E-N, uh-huh. the pictures that I get of her, a lot of them are her, like, making faces, her father very
0: angry. That's interesting. I wonder, like, how Google is choosing to... That's interesting. Yeah, because I've got her whole, her whole name yeah 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 uh Marshall yeah yeah
1: you're yeah and you're getting, yeah you're getting much softer images yep and and when I type in her whole name, I get very different stuff isn't that fascinating yeah so but I, I, mean, I, I based guess my on question, this yeah
0: is is it really such a stretch to do a simple portrait of her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and but, and should should the photographer bring bring politics into it, or as you have said many, many times, when you approach a subject, you want to make the most flattering yeah, I, I want you want to I, capture that person. Exactly, right.
1: So that uh, that's exactly my question is that is that my problem or is that the editorial team's problem if somebody disagrees with this. You know what I'm saying? Like is that my job to to make that decision? You know there's the the famous picture of uh what's his name did of uh Krupp, remember in the factory, you know, with the light coming up from below. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, right, 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 right. Um uh, and, and, and you know, you look at it and you go, ah, well, you know, is that really uh, is it, I mean, he made a, he made uh, Newman chose very specifically to make him look kind of evil in that picture. Right. um And, and kind of conniving and very devilish. Right. W- sure. Is, but was that I mean, yes, he made a very specific decision about that. And, and people talk about that photo for, you know, a, lo- a long time. But mm-hmm. is that is that right, you know, for him to have made that decision about that? I, I don't know. I mean, it seems to be that that photo was a collaboration, was it not? Oh, I I doubt that Krupp wanted to look like that in that picture. Okay, you know, I think it was on film, so he didn't know what the picture was going to look like. You know, it's not like he could just turn the thing around and go, "See, this is what you look like, sir." Right. Uh, I think it, I think that's one of the things that we can get away with now that you can't couldn't get away with back. Then. Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting article about all of that, and mm. and and you know whose whose job it is to 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 make those decisions and and should people be mad at the photographer if the picture is flattering of a jerk or bad of somebody who's sweet like you know that has has a has an editorial slant to
0: it you know it would seem and and feel free to write in podcasted on takingpictures.com, feel free to write in uh but it, it would seem to me that and and maybe this is my weird lens about it but it would seem that the the role of the photographer is often more altruistic than the role of editor.
1: Yeah, the, I'm, I am trying to make them look good. The editor
0: may, try, may take one of the bad shots and use that to mm-hmm. twist something. Mm-hmm. But and there are, again, there are exceptions to that. Sure. But I would imagine that a photographer who is sitting down with, with, with anyone – I mean, President Obama, uh, yep. Secretary Clinton, uh, uh, Mr. Trump, anyone, they're going to want to do a good job. They're going to want to do right by their subject, I would imagine. Sure, yeah. Now, whether, whether that's the, the, the bent or the slant that the publication wants to go with, I, I don't know that that's – I'd love to talk to an editor about that or, 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 or a photo editor rather and say, look, do, do you, do you give instructions? I want you to take a hostile picture or an unflattering picture, or here's where we're kind of going with this. See if you can get something like X. Oh, I, I get those orders often,
1: but, but to make them look, look bad, no, not to make them look bad, but they will say, you know, I was, uh, I did a article about a, a girl, a younger girl who, um, is HIV positive and they had to, they were doing an article about her because it was all about disclosing. It was about disclosure, like telling other people that you have HIV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they told me that because they wanted a picture that made her, you know, that made her look a certain way. Right. They were just like, this is what the article is about. Get something that is more intimate, more kind of closed in closeted. You know what I'm saying? Something, something less where she's just like, Beaming, smiling, spinning like she's uh what's her name in the middle of the street? Um what's the TV show from the seventies? The Flying Nun. Oh sure, the Flying Nun.
2: <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a
1: flying nun.
0: Um yeah, I mean it happens. What was that one with uh with uh uh oh uh Ben Hur. Marlo Thomas. What was that one? <laughs> I don't know. You know? Uh let's uh we can or we can. or uh the
1: Bob Newhart show. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the one. Mary Tyler Moore. Yep. Mary Tyler Moore is the one I was thinking of. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Um. So anyway, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, the, the, it, it does happen, but I've never had anybody say we want them to look like a jerk, you know, in my right. 150, right. 200 assignments over the last few years, you know? Right. Right. It just doesn't, it doesn't really happen. Um. Yeah. Most people want people to look good. Yeah. Anyway, that's funny. Interesting make, article. Her, make her look angry. Make her look pissed well yeah it was yeah it's like i wonder and you know they i guess you have a you have a a, an attractive young blonde woman and she's looking pensive i guess the argument for this this le pen woman is that that somehow gives her thoughts more stature by showing her as something somebody contemplative i I don't necessarily agree with it i just think that that's kind of where the guy's going with it it's interesting yeah it was a good article anyway read that Um let's talk (laughs) about let's talk about our sponsor for go read that. I'm horse today. have you noticed that? Uh of course. Uh, I see what you did there. Right. Uh were you a Mr. Ed fan? Oh yeah, of course. Really? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I liked all of those shows.
0: Uh, Mr. Ed, My Three Sons, The Munsters. Uh, My
1: Three Sons with the Little Feet. Yeah. It's kind of (laughs) weird.
0: I you know, I, I, I like when television only had like four channels yeah i like that i like reruns you know summertime reruns i like that wait like 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 rerun like no not like what's that like (laughs) like, like, yeah i don't know (laughs) rerun with the little hattie head on right right oh poor rerun dwayne hey 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 yeah <laughs> and the Raj Raj was always the voice of reason oh, of course yeah, yeah yeah he was in the middle <laughs>
1: oh that's genius oh rerun <laughs> hey you know <laughs> now if they wanted to make a website for that
0: show they should use Squarespace right you should yeah. it says right there on the on the homepage. you should <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says yeah, that's what the Squarespace should, well, yeah, the homepage you, says now yeah you should okay well then share I, your passion with the world create a beautiful website today. With Square- so wait, it's no longer build it beautiful. What are you guys doing over there? They're, they're, they're changing up their thing. It's build It beautiful in my read.
1: I don't know. They got a whole new thing. Apparently. Right. Uh, you guys know this stuff. Squarespace is the easiest evolving, way, man. I they, love it. They, they, Hey, they they're always changing. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, online store for you and your ideas. Uh, in fact, I was just using uh, Squarespace the other day to create a site That's and it for- was working well. Um, is there any new, are there any new templates? Have you noticed any? Uh, In fact, I think I'm using one of the new templates. Um, trombone, Uh, I'm using one called, uh, Anya. Is that a new one? Anya? Uh, it could be. I'm using one called. Anya, you going to tell me which one. (laughs) Oh, that was nice. That was nice. Uh, I'm using one called horizon,
0: which seems to be working
1: well. Hold on. Hold on. Horizon. Horizon. Go check that out. Uh, it's simple, beautiful, and powerful. Squarespace oh, is going to be there for you when you need them. They offer 24-7 support via live chat and oh, email. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. It's, it's a nice one. It's clean. Uh, it starts out at just $8 a month, and you get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So go there. Free. free. Uh, every site made with Squarespace is automatically going to be responsive, so it's going to look great across any device you look at it on. You look at it on a phone, it looks great. You look at on a giant 5K iMac, it's going to look great. Uh, will
0: it look great on a blackberry
1: you know what that's a good question i guess we're gonna have to try it anybody using a blackberry is it it gonna look good on a lynx browser right no but a lot of people in government use blackberries yeah man we get well you know it's also what blackberry right
0: yeah right because there are 42 different models exactly we're gonna have to to do a little test i digress (laughs) <laughs> you were saying each each site also has
1: uh, e-commerce. So it comes comes with a free online store so you can take donations or or sell products or music or 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 photo books or whatnot,
0: which is Physical fantastic or electronic, by the way. Yeah,
1: it's built in. It's great. It's kind of cool how you can have it email them. You can put up, say, a PDF, right, an ebook, book have people pay for it and it'll d- send them a link to the e-book, which is pretty great. Right. all right. Built right. in right. right in there. Uh, they got cover pages, which is a feature that allows you to set up a beautiful one page online presence in just minutes. So you can put your contact information, a couple pictures, your, you know, your address and your hours of your new restaurant. And it's perfect. Um, so to get started with your free trial no credit card required just start building your website today and you sign up for Squarespace make sure you use the offer code OTP to get 10% off and show your support for on taking pictures thank you so much to Squarespace for their continued support of five by five and on taking pictures Squarespace build it beautiful etc
0: <laughs> you like my etc cetera? etc cetera. is that their tag build it beautiful yada yada <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Yada hey, yada yada. You it's know what a, I
1: noticed a, yesterday? So yesterday, after the 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 um, meetup, after the meetup, uh, Justin, one of the listeners, uh, took me to Justin Hawk. I do believe okay. his last name. Uh, drove me up to uh, Newark Airport where uh, my mother and her husband are flying to um, Thailand this morning. Actually, as we speak, are getting on the plane. Uh, For two months. My mom's like leaving the country for two months. And uh, have you you ever noticed that the 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 roads around airports are by far the most confusing things on earth because they're all just one way, but they split off all over the place. There's like forks in the road every 23 feet. With like 15 signs, you know, you want this, you got to go this way. You want this, you want to go that way. And a lot of times they like, they, they loop around in circles, stupid roads,
0: making me well, no. go a certain way.
1: <laughs> I, I was, I swear to God, an eighth of a mile from the hotel that they were staying at to the Amtrak train station for me to get back into town. Right. I had to take So an eighth the, of a
0: mile, you can pretty much see it. Why don't you
1: just walk? Because you can't, because after nine 11, they shut down the ability to walk to that train station. You have to take the air train, which means that I had to get in a shuttle bus at the airport to go all the way to the airport to get on the air train to come back this way, and it took 20 minutes versus the, like, six-minute walk it would have taken. (laughs) (laughs) It was was the most ass-backwards thing I've ever seen in my life, and I'm like, who the hell made the... Even driving to the train station stop, we went three miles down one road, turned around on a loop to loop went back the other way on another road for four miles, then looped back around and came one mile back. So basically... I was exactly where I started like 300 yards over to get to the train station. It was the it was the craziest thing.
0: Brought to you by the Department of Redundancy Department. Oh my
1: god, it was so <laughs> frustrating. Anyway, <laughs> Just had to had to complain about that. And while we're, while we're in a ranting you have, mood,
0: you you could have you could have hopped several fences and been there. Swear before, to God. Sw- yeah. Could have gotten to you to arrest you. Yeah. 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 Well, the, yeah. The
1: problem is, I don't even know if there's stairs to get up to the train station from the ground oh, level. Okay.
0: So you've got to go to a, up to a platform. as Yeah. Well. They're
1: on platforms. It's it was the biggest racket, you know, and <laughs> I, I, I have told, to pay four dollars and fifty cents to get to take
0: the air train. Yeah. <laughs> to take it as the crow flies 42 feet
1: yes (laughs) it was like (laughs) it was like the most infuriating trip of my life it was it was annoying anyway um yeah it's good stuff all right so what okay let's while we're on a ranting rave oh uh, this is dumb okay so this is (coughs) what is it dumb okay you and i are both big fans of national parks and And, yosemite in particular things that make sense. <laughs> All right. So what did Corey say in this thing? What, what exactly is okay. happening here? So
0: this, this is courtesy of, of, of Corey Doctorow uh, at Boing Boing, who, if you don't know Boing Boing.net, you've been missing out for 15 years. Or He, he lives in England, I think. Uh, I believe He's an American, so, but lives in England. Yes. Ex, expat type thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, here, here's the, the short version is uh, DNC Parks and Resorts at Yosemite Inc., its yep. vision of the, one of the largest privately owned companies in the world used to have access to the concessions to operate various businesses around Yosemite National Park. So, okay. so, so reads the article by Corey. Now that they've been fired, they're using some decidedly dubious trademark to force the Park Service get this to force the Park Service to change <laughs> the names of buildings and locations that have stood for as much as a century. And we're talking about the Yosemite Lodge, the Awani Hotel, Wawona Hotel, Curry Village, because they were granted a trademark. So, So
1: they had a contract for, say, 10 years of running the concessions of these places. While they had the contract for the concessions, they trademarked pictures of the building or the building names or whatever it is as their company and now that they lost the job they're holding on to those trademarks and saying right. that they now own the names of these things that were there for 80 years before they got there.
0: Right. So so well done USPTO for granting uh uh this this will things. fall down in court I'm sure. But how how
1: did how did the park service not already own the trademarks to these buildings that had been in their land well, for a hundred years?
0: Maybe it was, you know, like, like, uh, photographers can't own, you know, trademark or copyright on, on, on government work they do for the government, like the, the, uh, yeah. the FSA projects. Maybe it was just assumed that this was uh property of the government. I don't know. I just love it because it's, it's
1: this weird thing where you don't own this. It's basically like, I'm lease, I'm going to lease this apartment for two years. And while I'm leasing it, I'm going to say that I kind of own how it looks so that when you kick me out, I still own the apartment because <laughs> this is insane.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, this is the kind of here, stuff that uh, makes me really angry. If this tactic succeeds, Dr. O continues, we should expect every single government contractor to repeat it. Why not let Halliburton trademark the names of forward operating bases it builds or the company that sells coffee on the Liberty Island Ferry trademark the Statue of Liberty?
1: Oh God. It is, you know what the thing is, when I go to national parks and I've been to, I don't know, a couple dozen now, Mm -hmm. um, I very much think of them as churches like they I'm very reverent about them and I'm not reverent about many things Um, I go there and I want to leave it as nice or nicer than I found it like you Mm -hmm. know leave leave no footsteps kind of thing you know sure take out what um, you take in that kind exactly of thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah i mean that's just how i think about the whole thing including the areas that are built up and have burger stands and all the rest of it i'm just like we, we are privileged enough to be able to be here to see this stuff i'm gonna eat the hamburger and then i'm going to whatever i would never think as that company to think Oh, well, you know, this is just like any other job that I have where I'm going to try to screw everyone in the world by, you know, it's like it's, a, it's Yosemite, for God's sakes. It's it's right. the it's the penultimate, you know, it's it's the it's the period at the end of the sentence at the beginning of the newsroom rant. Remember, like, you know, the whole, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yosemite, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's well, what's so it's, great okay, about here. America.
0: This one sentence, it gets worse. Oh, God. <laughs> the outgoing concessionaire also holds a trademark for any merchandise and claims that it alone can sell things like Yosemite shirts, mugs, etc. <laughs> uh,
1: where's the, Where's Oops. Seal Team 6 when you need them? <laughs> Seal Team 6. Uh, the red phone. Yeah, st- the, style, the frequency scene, uh, scene stylized logo of Yosemite's half dome. Right. And the phrase the United States Astronaut Hall of Fame. What? Are you kidding me? So
0: so do they do Okay, DNC has also registered trademarks for other US public property including the Space Shuttle Atlantis. <laughs> Wait, do they run do they run the
1: Enterprise? That's where Atlantis is now, right? No, Atlantis is in California.
0: Ugh. It's just so weird. I mean, are, are they going to claim ownership of all of the Ansel Adams' work because it's the museum is in
1: yeah, exactly. Within well, the yeah, park boundaries.
0: This is insane.
1: See, this is the kind of thing where this is one of those, you know, all this stuff going on in Oregon with these guys who took over the thing or whatever, like, I don't to get into all that. But this is sort of the antithesis where I'm just like, all right, this is where I want the government to be heavy handed <laughs> and go, get the... <laughs> Get the hell out of here!
0: Like, just, you know what I mean?
1: Like, just laugh yeah. them out of the room you want and the say, gov- like, "You want the government to pull the get off
0: our lawn?" Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I want them to snap and have a security guard come drag them off the stage. You know,
0: <laughs> like the equivalent of a big hook, like yeah, in a vaudeville yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. Right? You're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah,
1: nice try, yeah. kid. It's a, it's like a six year old trying to convince their parents that they need to go to Disney World next week. Right. You know, it's just right.
0: like I made no. charts and things. It's like, yeah. get yeah. out of no. here. Go to Everybody's sleep. eating Oreos for breakfast. I it's, swear, mom. Exactly. That's what this feels
1: like. <laughs> uh, and we have a show title. Right. Everybody's eating Oreos for breakfast. Right. Uh um uh, all right, so you want to do this flattery thing or you want to leave that for next week?
0: Uh we could leave it. We could do it. We could leave it. Okay. Well, let's do a quick, what, what, what do you think about this? Where is thing? It? So, oh, six.
1: so this is um photographer, Tyler Shields. Oh yeah. The, the Tyler Shields thing. Yeah. And people have basically pointed out that most of his photos are sort of like, I, you know, eye for eye ripoffs of a bunch of famous photos from right. guys in the past. And and Tyler, to, to, to be fair, Tyler Shields is wildly popular. Oh, very popular. Yep. Yep and gets people to do things that I can't imagine getting anybody to do. I don't know how he does it too. Like, I don't know how he does it without uh, being uh, smarmy about it.
0: (laughs) You know, a 2012 GQ profile of shields claimed that quote, while big shot Hollywood producers once demanded a trophy Banksy canvas to be hanging above their faux Spanish fireplaces. Now all they, all they want is one of shields gloriously twisted photographs. (laughs) Yeah. Nice try.
1: I don't think they're gloriously twisted. Um, so yeah, it, it goes right down and shows uh, uh, very similar pictures by Terry Richardson or uh, uh, Sally Mann or Sa- Sally Mann or this Henry Luttweiler. Diane yeah, Arbus, Newton. yeah, all, like straight down. I think the Diane Arbus one is a little whatever, but the Irving Penn one is definitely like ridiculous. So um, is the Sally Mann one? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you know, is this true? You know, you know who knows? Like this is look every, yes everybody's stealing from everybody yes he seems to be stealing more from people than the next guy or whatever
0: you know yeah um but i, I what i found more entertaining than this article is the the video at the bottom of the page where, where bruce gilden vice vice invited bruce gilden in uh to critique work of up and coming photographers and they just like sat him down with a, with a cup of hot water and, and sent prints in front of him and he just talks about them and he, and just, he just rants, rips them apart. Oh, It's so great. It's, it's so, like, it's so good, <laughs> but he gives, he gives feedback of why he, Likes it, doesn't like it. Right. As a body of work, this might be interesting, but as a single yeah. photo, I wasn't into it. But it's funny uh, because you and I have spent a lot of time talking
1: about how we don't necessarily like Bruce Gilden stuff. So it's right. Like, but it's so, so funny to
0: to to just watch him go to town on these things. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody's, everybody's got, got an, an opinion. opinion, and everybody's trying to figure it out. You know, to 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 kind of yeah. go back to to the first discussion. You know, uh, it it seems like I give the whole art thing a lot more weight than I really do in my daily life. Okay because i'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out what works for me, where i fit in my own life in in the overall canon of of whatever it is, photography, podcasting, writing, uh, and it all boils down to wondering whether or not my stuff's any good. Right. That's what it comes down I, to. It, which 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 i totally understand.
1: I guess my my reaction to that would be where is the line where you're spinning around on that stuff so much that you're it's counterproductive
0: well it's you know i i think i look at it in some ways in many ways actually very similar to what to what gregory had to say about it where there there's one moment he said in 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 looking at a new piece of work whatever it is
2: one moment in time.
0: sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> there's that one moment where you look at it and you go yeah that makes sense that That's what I was trying to say. But then it <laughs> yeah. fades. Yeah. You know, it fades and you're like, uh eh. But the then again... The best you can hope for is the fleeting glimpse that you've actually got what you wanted. Right. And right. and by and large, that's the way I feel about most of it. Like, look, I've got a lot of my own paintings hanging up in, in my house. Yeah. Because, not because I don't want them out in the garage or something. I just, I really do like them. Sure. yeah, I, I look at them and I can see where I would have done things differently. Yep. But... You know, I, I don't, it's, as much as it comes off, I don't spend hours just sequestered away in the basement going, what is art and what does it mean to me? I, I don't. You sure? Because that's what a lot of people
1: think. Well, what's a, <laughs> what's a lot, really? <laughs> Two
0: to 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's it's something that I, I it's a work in progress and, yeah. and it's a conversation. And that's it's sort of the Duchamp thing about it's a conversation between, you know, uh, audience and and maker, audience and artist. And yeah. and I'm trying to have that conversation with purpose and with intent and and with integrity and and constantly sort of reevaluating. Am I having the right conversation? Sure. Yeah, you know, that's all.
1: Um all right let's talk about uh how how do people got do? well how, how do people do in the the, hot the, hot the group hot this hot week i'm going over to the group now you're going to over the to the group this week well i'm looking no i'm looking at the uh yeah here we go you're looking at the yeah yeah assignments character oh i like andrew shields's
0: picture of that uh the asian guy in uh in a blue suit in, in downtown detroit Yeah, yeah yeah blue suit with the green bag i dig blue that blue suit uh, yeah, there are lots of really cool... I like Bobby Tingle's one of the guy doing the year. Right, right. Um, Florian, cool little headphone hipster kind of guy. Uh, Peter Geyser, Geyser, G-A-I-S-E-R. I'm going to assume that's Geyser. Peter Geyser, Peter Geyser. Uh, outside the Torpedo Factory in Old Town, Alexandria. Peter, I have been there several times. Uh, y- wait, you, you are in, uh, you're in D.C. Well, hello. We should get together and have a coffee. You should do um, that. Andrew Bull. I, I like that. Although I would have liked to have seen the, the mailbox blow up. <laughs> the, the robot shooting the mailbox. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. That was part fandom, part character. Dig it. Uh, there was another one.
1: Oh, I like oh. this guy, uh, Alexandria 1. Wait, wait, did you say this Alexandria 1 of the guy playing the glasses? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, oh, yeah. I missed that one. Okay. Sorry.
0: A uh, couple dog pictures, <clears throat> Kathy and, and Dave Gardner.
1: Okay. Hold on one second. Yeah. You're Andrew Bowen. You said the robot blowing up the
0: mailbox. I would like to see the mailbox being blown up, blown up by the what? By the laser. That's hitting it Who's, from the robot. That, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. That's a Dalek. That's not just a robot. Whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a thousand doctor who fans just became offended <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like saying who's the guy the one in star wars who like bleeps and bloops who rolls around that guy he's a robot though isn't he uh a dalek yeah or or r2d2 uh, daleks one. actually have a living thing inside of them so oh, i do guess they? they're technically a cyborg would it be all right well
0: yeah. <clears> anyway the dalek dalek dollop dalek yeah dalek Dalek. Yeah. Okay. So whatever the Dalek exploding (laughs) the mailbox either way. I want to see the mailbox explode. (laughs) Uh, David Young, uh, love the lighting in this picture. Add some film-like character to this misfocused shot. Uh, nice toning, nice mood. Yep. Um, Dennis looks like a subway shot. I love shooting on the subway. You know, I even
1: like Freddie Clark's picture of the, of, of the chicken. Yep. That's great. Nice light.
0: Later, it was delicious with hot sauce. Oh, Freddy. So wrong. Oh,
1: Frederick. Come here, little
0: birdie. Yeah, Come here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Freddy's got a treat for right. you. Don't mind the baseball <laughs> bat behind my back. <laughs> 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 uh, so good. So wrong. Okay. Uh, so, uh, good stuff. Keep them coming. Oh, Next I like this up, one. Intersection. 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 Did you ever see the flick Intersection with Richard Gere? Uh, I did not. What is Intersection with Richard Gere? He plays an architect, uh, and it's uh, it's a Sharon Stone, and oh gosh, who is his mistress? Uh, what is her name? What is her name? Lolita Davidovich, I believe, is her name. Okay, redhead. She kind of disappeared off the map. She was in several things, and then. She, Gone. a lot
1: of people did like uh they were talking the other day and some other podcasts about the game and you know the girl who's in the game with with uh the michael douglas flick yeah uh the the girl who plays like the love interest kind of woman yeah. that he's running yeah. around with she's never really been in all that many things but she's really great too so it's just funny how people sort of disappear sometimes
0: okay yeah uh Alita davidovich uh, sharon stone richard gear martin landau who i loved martin landau martin was landau so was great good. yeah yeah love me some space 1999
1: uh, say, speaking of which, just quick thing. Uh, so
0: wait, what, what is the so, uh, intersection intersection is the title. So, you know, whatever that means to you, you know, uh, since we mentioned, uh, Bowie
1: last week, the Glenn Fry thinks sad. Right, kind of upsetting. Right. So it's been, uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman. and then Heather made me watch truly madly deeply the other night. Do you know this movie? Yeah. 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 Okay. So two days after Alan Rickman dies, you know, knowing all the crap that, like, you and I carry around from past experiences of our own. Heather makes me watch a movie where he plays a ghost coming back to see his, you know, wife, that his widow that he left behind. I'm like, I do not need to see this movie. She's like, no, 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 it's really good. It's uplifting. And we're watching the movie, and I'm like, I'm like visibly like like upset about the thing i'm like this movie is exactly what i thought it would be which is the reason why i didn't want to see it she's like yeah it is a lot sadder than i remember being right it. Yeah, i was like i don't need to see this anyway right. uh, but, you know, like, That's but, like you know robert redford dies you're gonna go watch the way we were or exactly <laughs> on, that's exactly do that. it's exactly so anyway uh, uh glenn fry yeah very sad glenn fry natalie cole natalie cole uh, sure yeah alan rickman a- and bowie Somebody said that uh, uh, famous you, people are death. dropping like flies, and I said, no, flies are dropping like famous people this week. Yeah, it's bad. bad news. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, who do we got for photographer of the week? This is a good one.
0: Well, it, we kind of hinted didn't at him. did we talk about him before? I looked, and I didn't see it. Now, maybe, maybe here, you know what? Hope we're not I, wrong. Uh, well, it would be not surprising. We have I referenced him up. before, right? Yeah, let me look real quick. Chris, uh, if you do want to look at... Uh, a list of all of the photographers of the week and also the assignments. Uh, there is a terrific one maintained by friend of the show, Christopher Matheson. Yep. In fact, I'll... Um, yeah, not not here. Richard okay. Moss, not here. Hey, uh, send me that link. I'll put it in the show notes just to... Uh, well, I'm it's sure. in... Yeah, it's, it's, in, it's in the, in the group, sidebar. Yeah, I was just going to make it easier. There, let me put it in Skype here. All right, all right. there it is. Thank you. Uh yeah so hasn't uh, haven't used it Richard Moss is uh, is our photographer of the week who if you are not familiar with him his his photograph you've probably seen his work they he shoots uh, a lot of stuff on this expired infrared Kodak film in conflict areas yeah you know, it's like on, a con- almost like a war like-, like yeah war zones in Africa and stuff yeah he's right. he's big into it and what's fascinating about it is uh the color brings these photos to a completely different place aesthetically <laughs> to yeah. my mind anyway cuz all the green goes red so you get this crazy
1: shift in tint yeah uh, it's all magenta
0: and it would be interesting to
1: try to do this just in in post just to mess around aerochrome apparently was what it's called
0: yeah. yeah a lot of the
1: film he uses um yeah so i mean it's yeah guys walking with ak-47s through the jungle but the jungle instead of being green is is red
0: wait am know? i missing something about his website does
1: it not go anywhere No, it doesn't go anywhere i noticed that too in fact okay. uh, I thought, he, used, I, he used to have a site yeah i think maybe it's uh being worked on or something but I, I have i put
0: in um hey richard if you're redoing your site let the people know that you're redoing your site as opposed when to they just come turning come to it visit off your site uh, and, um, I put a link
1: to, uh, there's a video too, that I found. Uh, right. Which shows so Vimeo the one. Yep. So
0: I'll put uh, a link to show notes to that as well. Here, here's a, here's a thing too. I don't know if that helps. See if that works for you. Um, but really interesting and, and the work is large. I mean, and some of it is, you know, 12, 14 feet across large. Yeah. Huge. Uh, and, uh, again, like Bill said, the greens, go this, this beautiful kind of magenta color. And it really does take on a different aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's a good
1: example of where if the pictures were identical, but didn't have the crazy color shift, they'd still be good pictures, but they wouldn't stand out in the way that they do because of the technique.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and there, there are a couple photographers, even in the last several months that we've talked about that have used color as a character. Yep. Uh, ben Thomas is another one with yep. his chroma series and it's and it's not i don't know some people may may look at this and think it's kind of a crutch but i i think it's fascinating it's I think a twist it's,
1: you know it's it's a twist like anything else like you know sure.
0: guy who uses a
1: certain lighting setup for everything or you know right um it, i found an article did beast of no nation director rip off richard moss's photographs oh on uh, Art where news. is it ArtNet news i'll put a link in the show notes okay because apparently in the movie, he does the same kind of thing.
0: Everybody rips off everybody at some point, don't they? Uh, yep. Don't we? I mean, I'm a, I'm a part of that. I ripped off Rauschenberg like there's no tomorrow. Sure.
1: But there is a tomorrow, so you can rip him off again tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hooray! <laughs> uh, Huzzah! Yeah, but uh, amazingly good stuff. Do you? I mean, he, he has a book of this stuff, doesn't he?
0: Well, the book, you can't Oh, the get one it. that he
1: sold out, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't, For only $350, uh, you too can have a copy. Right, uh but the book, just to be fair, is three years old. Yes, I'm just saying that it's not like it came out
0: six weeks ago and it sold out, you know right right wow there's a there's one that came out two thousand and twelve that's going for six fifty yeah, apparently, uh Richard Moss books are the ones you want to buy right when they come out <laughs> to look at that's what you want to buy them for to, to look keep at. them
1: shrink wrapped and sell them years uh, later. that's geez. why you want to
0: keep them. Ugh. <laughs>
1: Uh, you we're got like anything else? Uh, we're 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 you're going like, good on time. You're, you're Felix. Are you Felix? <clears throat> oh, we're the odd couple. Would you be
0: Felix or would I be Felix?
1: Uh, see, you're a little bit of both because you're both anal but a little bit of a slob. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, here, here. <laughs> well, I could argue with you. <laughs> I choose not to <laughs> oh, it's so good, yeah,
1: all right, uh got anything else? no, you got this anything is a else? good show. what do you got? you got anything nothing i well, I, we got, i say I say we stay for next week. my throat's hurting i have been talking too much the past couple of days. You, you need some tea with honey, uh, I think I may go get that as well as a hamburger with some french fries. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, when you when you can't get tea, a burger and fries is just as good.
1: <laughs> Actually, I should be good and go to the gym right now. That's what I should do. Um, um, you know what? Stop what? going to the gym. I want to be cut. I want to look good. Why? Well, no, I just I, honestly, I just I want to I want to yourself? be in good shape so I can like feel better in clothes. I feel schlubby sometimes. Schlubby. Schlubby. Like that word. Schlubby. It's, it's 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 Yiddish for. uh... <laughs> I feel schlubby sometimes. <laughs> Uh that's so good. Um, oh, really? That's, that's 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 a title option? All right. If you guys <laughs> want to get hold of us, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. dot com. Uh we are on Instagram and Twitters, Bill Wadman and Jeffrey Sadoris, E R Y Double D one R. Um yep. and we uh you can leave us a voicemail, three four seven six eight seven ninety four eleven, just like Tom in Michigan and a few other people who keep doing it. Uh, which is really great. We love the voicemails. It's fun to hear people's Are, voices. Do you think they're going to keep that? Google? Uh, keep keep Google. The, the, the voicemail? Yeah, yeah. Is that still a thing? Well, they, they they keep trying to wrap it up into Hangouts somehow, but now they're right. backing off of Hangouts. I I feel like a lot of times Google would be better off really going all in and just saying, Nope, the new thing is Hangouts. It'll do everything. It'll text. You could do phone. You could right. do whatever it right. is. We're going to do it. It's all at once. And boom, everything's together. Because, you know, they've it got just, enough people to make it so, happen. Uh,
0: there seem to be so many disparate business units yeah. not talking to each other.
1: Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, you. some people argue that that is a a reasonable way of doing it because then you let people go in their other directions and you're not dictating from the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but but sort of like the consumer, American way versus the Chinese way of, of the economy.
0: You know? Sure. But from a consumer perspective. Or, or it's a really user of their product, it's, it's, yeah, it's because you don't get any consistency. You know, I, I want more consistency than just interface.
1: Hey, do you know if you can, as a completely off, awesome, Well, you know, let's finish the show and then I'll ask you the question.
0: Uh, no. Do it, ask, do it, do it. You guys want to ask? Do you know if right? that there,
1: if, yeah. there, if, there, if there's an yeah. iCloud backup of an old iPhone or iPad up on iCloud servers? Is there any way to download that as if you had backed up your phone on iTunes? Almost locally. like a virtual machine type thing. Yeah, I just I don't want to run it. I just want to download it so the data in there doesn't get lost. But it's taking like my mother has a four and a half gig file sitting up in iCloud that is her old phone that I think we got everything off the old phone that we could could have gotten off when we restored it. But I'm not sure. But
0: I don't want to delete it. You know what I'm saying? Does I, I was under the impression. Well, okay. First of all, I was in the impression that iCloud just did the latest backup does it do incremental backups like a time machine type thing? well
1: it no but it but since her old phone she was connected to the old the old phone stays on there and that's like the newest revision of the old phone oh i see what you're saying so you want to grab that and get it off of there but you know i want to keep it somewhere but i don't want to keep it on apple server you know but i don't think there's a way to do it i don't think so
0: i think that's directly to their their encryption and all that
1: yeah. Anyway, just just an interesting little aside because she was running out of space on iCloud and it was yelling at her. Um, yeah. You know, who right,
2: you everyone? could
0: ask. You could ask Vatici.
2: Oh, okay. I can do
0: Federico Vatichi. They've got the whole. They've got a new show called Canvas that's all about iOS. All right. I will. That's a good. That's a good idea. And those guys are are way in the know over uh, on Relay FM. I like people who are way in the know. They're way in the know. All right and they're out. cool I've, I've emailed a couple times or, or, or tweeted rather a couple times and, and Mike Hurley has been kind enough to answer back and and Vatici seems like he's very responsive as well yeah In, indeed yeah they're good okay I'll text them yeah.
1: alright uh, we'll see
2: you next week Jeffrey. alright going on and on the way we are for so long This way, say what you want to say.